Hey, hey everyone, welcome to the Texas Outlaw Running Talk Show. This is your host, Briston Rains. I'm the founder, owner, and Texas Division Race Director here at Texas Outlaw Running. This episode you're about to listen to is known as Shooting the Bull. Shooting the Bull episodes release every Monday and we shoot the bull about running, fitness, and life itself. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to leave us a rating. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy this show of us shooting the bull. Well, let's hope this uh, this podcast ain't like last one. That's for sure. Why are you looking like a frat boy right now? Did you get a haircut or something, dude? Dude, what's crazy is I'm about to go get one, but my I just took a shower, so hair's mm. all down. Okay. Anyways. All right. Well, um, the other day I uh, I was in my storage unit for Texas Outlaw. That's where our warehouse is. It's in a ten by twenty storage unit, residential storage unit. Um, and I had to build some shelves in it. And so, um, I got a bunch of wooden stuff from Home Depot, a bunch of nails, and my goal was to build a bunch of shelves that way I can put all my storage containers in it. And if you follow me on Instagram, you would have seen that, um, my personal Briston Reigns. And so I built that up. It looks really good actually. Um, but before that, the day before or two days before I went to home Depot to get the wood and the nails. And, uh, so I drove back down on the, on the highway and pulled into our apartment. And then I, uh, drove around some more that day. And then that evening, Carly and I went out for a walk on the trail and I had the wood in the back still. And, um, I was like, I was wondering throughout the day, man, where did I put my nails? I was like, where are my nails? You know, I, I just figured they were in the back seat or something. I didn't look for them. I just figured they were back there. And then, so I, we were driving down the road and, uh, this guy honks at me. I'm like, what? why is he honking? And he pulls up next to me and he rolls his window down and we're driving down the road and I pull my window down and as I'm doing it, I like swerve over because I got one hand on the wheel and one trying to press the thing to go down. He's like, Hey man, you got, you got some nails on the back of your truck on the tailgate. I was like, what? So I immediately, I'm like, Oh, thanks man. And I pull over and I turn my hazards on and uh, I go on the back and sure enough, bro. I don't know how they survived me going on the highway and driving around, but I had two boxes of nails sitting on my bumper. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know how they stayed there, dude, because I hit bumps and all kinds of stuff, and they sat there. And so I uh, put them in my truck, and I was like, wow. I was like, that would have sucked if those got on the road because they, they could have popped some tires, you know? I was uh, thinking you you could have been the cause of several crashes. Thank goodness. Or several pop tires. That dude, like, <laughs> he saved a lot of people, including myself. So. That's good. Yeah, I guess I set him there and forgot about him. Anyways. So that was an interesting story. That was pretty wild. So. Cool. So, yeah, man. But anyways. Um so Asher, I want to, I want to know what have you been doing, uh, recently that's, you know, something that's big, um, that's going on or that you've been going into as far as like training or if you're in Florida yet or any of that. Not in Florida yet, but, uh, 
I'm doing the whole the whole move my life thing, which I'm sure a number of people that have listened and actually Briston, you recently did. You moved literally from Arkansas to Texas. Granted it wasn't, you know, a thousand two hundred miles, but it was still probably a couple hundred. Um so that's what's been going that's what's been going on with me, trying to find a place to live, trying to trying to find a job to support me. Um but man I'm sure you've experienced this, and I'm sure a lot of people are. Rent and house pay are out the wazoo. Yeah, so I'm looking at studio. Um, so I'm looking at studio apartments because I don't even really need a a bedroom necessarily. I just need like a room to cook and live, and then I'll be doing stuff during the day. Um, I've been looking at studio apartments in Tampa and like Saint Petersburg down in that area, and man. They run like the cheapest run like a thousand dollars a month. Bro. I'm like, ah, oh, that's that's just killer. But you know, I guess whenever you move to areas where everything's a little more inflated, you're also gonna be making a little bit more, so it's not too big of a deal. But you should uh pull Elon Musk and get a office rental for like three or four hundred dollars a month and sleep in that bad boy. That's that's true. To say it was <laughs> no. Wait. So, so yesterday, which you know, I did this. I texted you. That's why we're doing this later than we usually do. Yesterday, I did a eight mile run in the morning, and then a twenty five mile bike ride in the evening. And it's my first bike ride in a month. And um, I know this is a running podcast, so for all you people listening, don't worry, we're gonna get to it. But uh. I was riding, dude, and this revelation hit me. I was like, I'm doing this 25-mile bike ride, and we did 100 a month ago, and I had no food, no water, no hydration, and here I am doing this 25-mile bike ride with water, hydration, feeling good, and I was thinking, like, like this is nothing, dude. This is a piece of cake, whereas before 100-mile bike race, I would have been looking at it as, like, Oh, this is a pretty good ride. Like this is a quite a few miles. And what hit me was the fact that whenever we do something that's our overall goal or not goal, but our limit that we set for ourselves in a way, like right now, my limit of riding a bike in a certain distance is a hundred miles. Right now, my limit in running is 32 miles, right? So anything below that, whenever I look at it, I know I can do it. And it's like, yeah, like I did 100 miles, so I can do 25 or 50 or 75. That's how I look at it. And I I look at running the same way. I'm like, well, I did, you know, this race for, it took me like six, seven hours. I could do anything less than that. And um, it made me think, which I don't want to get all like cliche or anything, but it made me think about our motto, like break the limits and what that really means. And it's like for right now, my ceiling is a hundred miles on a bike. Right. And if I were to break that, that quote unquote limit, right. That's my limit at the moment. If I were to break that, it would create a new limit and I'd be able to go farther and stronger and anything less than that would be seen as less worthy in a way. 
there wouldn't be as much pressure about doing a hundred mile race. If I went out, if I went out and did a 200 mile race right now, 200 mile bike race, I would look at a hundred and be like, I, I did double that. Like I can do this easy. You know what I mean? And it, yeah. not, and it won't necessarily be easy, but I know that I can do it. And it's very, it's very accessible to do. And so it made me realize that whenever we do have the moments where we do an all time PR, personal record whether it's distance time whatever it is anytime we break that barrier we're able to keep going farther and farther down the rabbit hole and everything from the past behind that record anything we did before that um we can do repeatedly now almost at an easier effort knowing just mentally what you've done in the future right yeah, man, the way I look at break the limits is I think of it like the limitations we put on ourselves whenever we think about distance or time. So it's like, man, a hundred miles of running. I don't know if I could do that. And so I've limited myself in that moment to, I uh, there's this distance out there that I don't really know if I can complete, but I think the whole purpose of the motto break the limits is that You've limited yourself in that moment, but if you choose to, you can break through that, um, which I really like your uh, your perspective on that. Um, I was actually thinking about earlier, how do we approach races? So like you're saying, whenever it's a distance, we usually approach like our first marathon. We usually approach that with you know this perspective that okay i have to complete the distance i'm not really running for time on this first one um i have to go out there and complete this distance at least that's a lot that's the uh that's the case for a lot of people whereas you know people that are more experienced so i think whenever i run my first marathon even though i've done a 50k whenever i first run my first uh road marathon it's going to be like I know I can complete a marathon, so I'm going to go a little bit more for time. Whereas for somebody else, it's a little less experienced. It's like, I don't know if I can complete a marathon. So I'm just out there running the distance. Hmm. So it makes sense. Yeah. That's a good perspective. Uh, Briston, I'm, I'm interested to know. So you recently were preparing like you're saying for your 100 mile race you had never done a 100 mile ride before you uh leading up to it you did what 60 was your most yeah yeah so you did 60 miles and i'm interested what was your perspective like and we've talked a little bit about it but even when it comes to like your 50k or something that's in the future that you know you're gonna want to complete that's either a distance or a time what are your two perspectives on those two things well at this point with where i'm at right now um i'm not really i don't really care about time anymore uh i don't care about time at all really i mean it's just a if you think about it time is a man-made construct in a way and um the only reason two hours is as long as two hours is because we gave it that that length right and I think about that, even with distance, it's all figures. Um, and so when you, I'll, this is something I know it's a little off topic, but 
deeply, deep down, how do you truly measure a endurance event or a challenge, I guess, without it being man-made figures? That's a good question to ask, if that makes sense. So, like, we can't use time or distance because both of those are things we've given meaning to. Right. So, how would you measure an endurance event? Well, dude, this doesn't perfectly answer your question, but my high school coach, he used to tell, so he used to do workouts with us every once in a while. Like, we would do a K repeats. He might, if we were going to do five, he might do like three of them with us. Or we would do this thing every summer called the alumni race where we would have old alumni come back and we would compete against them. We'd have teams and he'd run in that too. And he would always tell us, you know, because obviously guys would run faster than him. And he used to be pretty fast. He used to run in like 16s for the 5K. Um, you know, I think he ran like a year in college, something like that. But anyways, he used to tell us, you may run faster than me, but you'll never run harder than me. And I was thinking, that's kind of the measure of each person is how much how much of myself do I put out on the line on the day of or you know, that race. And that's why, that's why I love individual sports because they're so personal. It's like your hundred mile bike ride, my hundred mile bike ride. That was such a personal event for both of us. We probably, both of us probably put out different effort levels. Like you said, it ended up being a seven for you or whatever. I don't really know what it was for me. Maybe probably about the same, maybe a little harder. I don't know, but it's just, it's a personal event every single time. And you're right. We give it these, these constructs like time and distance to measure uh, us up against other people. But what it really is, it's always individualized or individualistic at the end of the day. Hmm. Have you seen those events that are, uh, I don't know. There's not like a specific name for them. I know there's a company that does them. I'm not going to mention them, but have you seen those events to where they basically, beat you up like they have you do all these crazy hard workouts for three hours six hours 12 hours 24 hours have you seen these events before i think i know what you're talking about yeah it's kind of an it's really a relatively new thing and i wouldn't be surprised if we delved into it as far as if i started doing these as far as participating in them and then eventually organizing them myself but basically what you do is like you sign up to go out to this place and these guys Um, it's like this instructor and he tells you um, he tells you what you got to carry your own water. You got to carry all this stuff and they tell you like what you're going to do and you got to be in formation and stuff. And for basically like 12 hours straight, they're having you do all these crazy workouts, exercises, and they're just pushing you to your, to your, absolute core which i i think is cool like that'd be cool to do um but that i think that that in a way reminds me what you're saying of like of how it's personal and how it's how hard you push yourself because those the thing about very long endurance events is those truly show who's the strongest at heart um because i I I think back to my college cross country days and how, you know, I wasn't the fastest, but I think I've might've worked harder than a lot of those people and I might've pushed it more than everybody else. 
And I look back and think that. And um, I, I think, you know, if these guys were to go out and we were to do just a huge physical, physical test of for like 24 hours straight, or let's say there was no time limit. It was just last, last man, last man standing, all these crazy workouts, bear crawls, you know, Navy SEAL stuff, right? Who would be the last guy standing? Like that's the stuff that intrigues me. That's what draws me. And that's what drawed me to the military when I was in high school. I was this close to joining the military. I was very close. And it was because of the physical aspect of it, the exercise and how they push you. Like, I love that, man. I love the mentality of that. It's just, it's super neat. And I've always wanted to do that, something like that. Um, but anyways, those events, man, I, I'm going to check them out. Um, I want to check them out. And it's, you know, I think it's something you could literally do by yourself or maybe with one other person. Like go out into a field and just like, <laughs> and just like do a bunch of crazy dumb hard workouts for like, you know, 12 hours straight or whatever. Uh, but yeah, man. Um, I think that that shows the true test because there's no uh, really talent in a way. Um, it's it doesn't matter what your endurance level is or well, it does in a way, right? It matches what your endurance strength is. But eventually, everyone gets to a place to where your t- muscles are so torn up, it doesn't matter where you're at because your muscles are so torn up that everybody's hurting the same at this point, and it's like who's gonna push through that the longest i think that's a really cool place and that'd be a really cool place to be as far as like in the moment it would suck but looking onto it and looking back i think it would be uh really insightful to see how far you could really go in that perspective because a lot of people like someone can go out and do a 250 mile race right and we see we see people do this stuff they do 200 250 mile races right but that's all endurance based. Like if you're like me and you struggle with like stomach acidity and you struggle to eat and drink while you run and like I was literally throwing up before we even started a bike race, right? So like for me to go out and to do a 250 mile race, like I, I might try that in the future. It'd be cool to do it, but I don't know if I would physically be able to just with my physical limitations there. But you know, I could get beat up and and uh you know, in, in an event that I was talking about, I could get beat up for four days straight, right? Doing crazy workouts, kind of like Navy SEALs type stuff. Like, I could see myself more so doing that than running 250 miles just with where I'm at with my body. Um, but I think that's where you can truly test somebody and their heart and how hard they really work is in the area of all aspects of the body combined. So that's what I have to say there. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, you look at the shows that we watch, you look at the events we put on, you look at who's popular in the fitness world, and it's usually the people or the events or the shows that like have event have things where they break people. So like one of the shows I was thinking about was um you know the show Alone? Nope. Where they're well, it's a show where they're out in the wilderness all by themselves. It's one person. They have a camera with them and they basically just have to survive alone. 
and the lat they're like i think like 10 people out in the wilderness at one time and they don't have any contact with each other but they know they're out there and they know if they outlast them they win like a million dollars or whatever and it's like that sort of limitation is what intrigues people um or that finding that finding people's limitations is what is so intriguing like i think that's why we revere people like david goggins and the navy seal community is because those people proved that they can surpass the limitations that most people put on themselves david goggins can do that every single day or at least he presents it that way um ultra runners like i'm about to go i'm gonna go volunteer i told you this Briston, but i'm going to volunteer at the arkansas traveler 100 uh here in a couple weekends and i'm gonna get to see people that you know have these limits for themselves break them and surpass them and that's awesome like something about the human spirit triumphing over like our minds or the limitations we have is just so awesome and i think that's why both of us love the ultra running community and like just the fitness community bro yeah yeah i agree bro well i think we're on our last segmentation here but and i'm down to do the arkansas traveler with you asher just give me <laughs> give, give me a little over a year at least <laughs> so a over a year, okay. not next year but the year after so hey just saying a little over a year would be next year and i'm thinking about doing it 2024 no nah, bro we gotta do it together dude all we'll right see. we will we'll see we'll talk we about it anyways we'll talk. um well thanks for listening to us shoot the bull about who knows what um if you enjoyed the the podcast make sure to leave us a rating so that way more people can find out about us it's been really neat to see the amount of uh people listening to our show consistently and so that's really cool to see um and it's also cool to see people at our races so that listen to the podcast Uh, that's how our assistant race director found us was through the podcast so there you go but um yeah thanks for listening y'all uh ashley you got anything happy trails y'all and break your limits <laughs> you can buy or break the limits flag on our website right now for eight dollars no i'm just playing <laughs> it is there if you do want to put that up in your gym or whatever but um no thanks for listening y'all we'll see y'all next monday on shooting the wolf